Welcome to the Talking Business Podcast, where two brothers talk about business, marketing, and everything in between. Hey guys, welcome back to the Promotional Digital Podcast, our Talking Business. This is Tyler and Brandon. So today's podcast is just going to be uh, light Q&A, just a couple questions that a few people have asked since the last few podcasts. And we've just got a few questions in between that just lighthearted that we'd just like to ask each other. So nothing too serious for this one. So we'll just get it kicked off with um, just a few, uh, I guess, icebreaker questions at the start. So Brandon, who's your pick to take out the NRL grand final this year? Yeah, good question. We've got a bloody few good uh, teams coming into the finals now, but I'm going to back uh, the minor premiers, Nathan Cleary and the boys for the Penny Panthers. I just reckon yeah. they've been a cut above the rest all season. Um, yeah, they've been pretty lucky with no injuries or no big injuries. Um, but yeah, just every game they've played, they've just, just outclassed every team. Yeah, and no, Nathan Cleary's just taken his game to a whole nother level. So I'm backing, I'm jumping on the bandwagon of the Panthers boys. Yeah, I'd, uh, I reckon, do you reckon? It, just, oh, it just depends this week, Like I think. I'm not actually too confident. confident what's at Roosters Panthers tomorrow night? Yeah, I'm not actually too confident that they're going to beat the Roosters. So we will see. Um, but that's it, interesting because yeah. Well, my pick, my pick's going to be Melbourne Storm. They've just been playing great all year, and just I oh, know I think Cam. Smith's They've got last a bit of depth. Year. Storm, hey, like yeah, Cam Smith last year. I just think yeah, they might bring it over the top. But if not for a smoky, I reckon the milk Canberra Raiders. So be good yeah, to see right. them get, get a the redemption win. from last yeah, year. Yeah, after they got robbed last year, so. <laughs> Well, that's who you think. So, yeah, in the NBA championship, we've just had game one today, Lakers versus Heat. Who's your pick to take the championship? Oh, Lakers, Bronny, Shuin. Yeah. The king, I, Yeah, I Shuin. Think either Lakers. Lakers in four. Yeah, Lakers, nah, Lakers clean, in five. Lakers clean sweep or, yeah, 4-1 to Lakers. So, cool. Right, that was just a bit of light, hard nonsense at the start. Um, we'll just get into the Q&A. We had a few questions asked um, from some friends. Um, and just a few other questions that we often get asked. So we'll talk a little bit about that today. So um, the first question is, how did the name Promotional come about? Um, Mal Kenny asked that one. So I'll start that off really in the like process, the starting phase of our business. Like that was the first stage, but we just wanted something short to the point. Nothing that was like not easy to remember. So we're like, we just wanted, you know, one or two words and we narrowed it down to one word. And we kind of wanted the name to replicate our service and the products that we're, you know, kind of offering to clients. So we did brainstorm and, you know, just you do a little bit of research around competitors' names and what works, what colors works. But yeah, that's kind of how we come up with it. And then I think I come up with the name promotional and then it was kind of had like a nice little ring to it. It's not, it's not an actual word, but it's just a spin-off of two words, I guess, uh, promotional. So I guess we both like that and just the way we could like replicate the brand and the logo. Um, I think we agreed on it at the end. So yeah, I think some other businesses as well do the same thing. Keep it short. It's not necessarily an actual word. Yeah. Um, some people get a little bit confused and say promotional, like the actual word, but yeah, yeah it's just a shortened down version of that. But yeah, yeah I think it's just nice, short, um yeah to the point and yeah it's got a got a pretty cool ring to it for the people yeah <laughs> and i will properly. say like keeping your brand name short sweet and easy to remember is very important um i was just listening to the mark boris podcast the other day the mentor and i do remember this episode on tv a couple of years ago he was working with these two ladies that owned a real estate company in sydney 
and they called oh, it yeah. ubiquitous realty. Like, <laughs> not even sure what the word means, but the word was hard to say. I wouldn't even say. know how to spell it. Hey, yeah, hard to say, hard to spell. You'd never even remember that. So I think he went and they ended up changing it in the end. But like, that was just the worst example of like a business that just had the wrong name and it was yeah, ubiquitous realty. So like, no one even knew what they'd done. Their brand colors were a bit off. It was all pink and purple as well. So it wasn't very aesthetically pleasing. It was like a, you know, year 12 girls project. Was in, that on Was that on Shark, Shark Tank? Or? Yeah, no, nah, it wasn't on Shark nah. Tank. It was on, yeah, one of Boris's just yeah, one of those, TV shows. Oh, his own so. shows. But yeah, yeah, he mentioned it in the podcast and I just remember that. It just took me back there and I said, yeah, I was just thinking that was a terrible name. So yeah, I guess really just keep it simple and something that's easy to remember. So yeah, cool. So uh, the next question is from our, our childhood friend, Elijah. Um, Brando, best album of all time? Um, probably Simple Plan. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Elijah liked that one. We always, uh, what was it? Just a little throwback. Like I, think we, we had a, I think we had a CD. Um, was it like po- he posters? gave it to us for our birthday or we gave it to him or yeah, something? Yeah, I can't or? remember. Or we either had like a poster up in, oh, in Elijah's room when we young went over there and we used to just jam this one Simple Plan CD and I just remember that track, Welcome to My Life. But <laughs> actually, there was a whole bunch of tracks on there. It's so. just And it's just been this ongoing joke for how many years now and yeah, we just always go, like oh, Simple three. Plan, <laughs> the best album um simple plan hottest 100 this year just stitch up yeah so, so what's your what's your actual uh, best album well definitely time? drizzy's our favorite drake uh yeah. Tol and i went and seen him a few years ago back in brizzy um yeah, yeah he's the goat so my favorite oh, probably two of his nothing was the same it's probably all time that was just one of yeah, the ogs well, that's what i had as my favorite to be honest like just so many tracks on but that even album. even views as well that's got i had just all his songs so many tracks yeah, so it's hard to decide yeah, but yeah. nothing was the same was pretty iconic at the time yeah. what's that 2013 i think yeah 2012 2013 so that's yeah, when I, I really started yeah bopping some of his stuff so yeah i'd definitely say that yeah, I probably couldn't go past that. Either that or um, Travis Scott's Birds in the Trap singing. Oh, that's pretty that album's OG. So. Would you say you got any upcoming artists that you, you're jumping on the bandwagon of? Oh, it's hard to say. I'm, you know, more just Australian artists, you know, Kwame and that in the rapper scene. But, you know, a few Aussie bands coming up that listen to, but n- nothing, uh, nothing too special. So, yeah. <laughs> cool. All right. So we've got, uh, we'll just move on to the next question. Um, so this question's from the boys at Social Lab, Blake and Dan. So they've asked, um, what have you found is the most difficult in gaining new clients? So um, I guess that's an interesting question. Um, you know, like we did touch on a few podcasts ago about like getting new clients. And a lot of the clients that we have got are just off the back of um, referrals or um, relationships that were pre-existing that we built before the business. Um, what do you think, Brando? Like what's your view on that? Yeah, I think... Our situation's a little bit different. So for the guys that know us know that uh, obviously this business is like a side business for us and we both have full-time work um, outside this. So I reckon for, for our, our situation, the hardest part would be finding the time um, on the side to go chase new clients or follow up uh, leads and stuff when you know you already work say 50 hours a week and um, you know then you come home do the work that, that we do on a regular basis but just yeah I think just 
just that uh, coming coming home, yeah, finding the time and, and not being so time poor. Probably that time management really yeah. would be, I reckon, for me anyway. Yeah, I'd say even like gaining new clients, even with the follow through, like we do get inquiries and send some proposals um, and some messages back to, you know, prospective clients that aren't like, they're just engaging us in what we can offer them and then what services we can provide for them. But, um, you know, like Brandon just said, we don't have all the time in the world to like, follow up like between our day jobs this is just like a side hustle on the side business so um yeah so really uh, we want we want to grow it and be a little bit better in that area but that's probably the most difficult bit is the time management side of it like if we did allocate more time throughout the week which we have been talking about and we have been putting a lot more time in our business like we still do service a lot of clients at the moment that are doing really well but we do want to start scaling our business up and increasing our portfolio so you know something's gonna have to give or take with our normal jobs but yeah at the moment just that time poor a little bit um like yeah we do hustle at night and on weekends and stuff and wherever we can like take some i know brandon like take some days off his current job to do some work for our current clients which is awesome so but yeah yeah, that's probably the main area and i and i think just us being between rocky and brizzy and um you know traveling all the time ideally we'd like to every client that um you know comes and asks us you know if we can offer a service we'd like to go see him face to face and and give him a real real deal of us of what we're about and um what we can offer them i think that would the conversion rate would be much higher but just at the moment yeah like tyler said with our current situation um that's probably where we downfall a little bit so yeah i will say though like at the moment with everyone like going online and like you not even be able to go see people in meetings. It is the distance thing, but just some people are still a little bit nervous about seeing people face to face. It really has opened up the conversation to go, oh, let's just jump online, jump on a Zoom, have, you know, have a FaceTime or whatever it is to like present a proposal or whatever it may be. So, you know, people are a little bit more open to that now. So that's like close the gap a little bit for us. But yeah, it's just back to what Brando said. So yeah, well, We've got for the next one, um, where do you want to take the business in five years? I'll throw to you, Tyler, first. Just any sort of ideas or, or yeah. where we want to take the business? Yeah, oh, there's like, a few different areas. Yeah, there is a few different areas and like a um, few parts of the business we definitely want to grow and scale a little bit. But, you know, I, I have visions and I've written down goals for our business from five to 10 years from now. Like, obviously, we still do it remotely. Like, I want at least one of us to be to be doing it full time, like, hundred percent that's just what we do as our normal job and it's like paying us like a wage off it so that's a big goal but i also like have written down like i want to have an office and have like a few staff or that just be like two or three staff employed under us helping us grow our business scale our business so you know bring them under our wing teach them all what, what we know so we can kind of focus on building the business and not so much all the operational stuff in the business so like we do want to still maintain that quality of work like we know we offer good quality service so we don't want to lose that by employing new people under us but you know to take our business where we envision it and where we want it to go like yeah just like an office of a physical base set up even though that's not so much important anymore but um, yeah somewhere set up bit of a presence wouldn't mind it being obviously in Brisbane's there's a bit more noise around in the marketing space in Brisbane but I mean like this is where like a lot of the people are like Rocky's good we've got yeah Rocky's been there. loyal to us the whole yeah, time and, and like if if our business is in a in a place where we can have an office in Rocky as well we'll 100% have an office in Rocky like 
that will forever be our home in our like primary area of business. But where we want it to grow in the next five years is obviously down here where there's a lot more potential and a lot more clients that we can service. But yeah, who knows? I guess who knows what will happen from yeah. now to then. But yeah, that's awesome. And we've, yeah, I've been the same. Always just wanted that, um, yeah, office and just that clean, neat setup. Um, I know just, I think for, for a couple of years, we've always just been inspired to have our own little space. Yeah. With come along with our own little business but for me i think i want to take or we want to take the business as well really want to start getting into events a little bit more down the track like um just uh, events like we, we've we're big on music festivals and yeah. stuff like that but just that sort of integrate our our business and our services into events you know whether it be through the channels of some sort of you know music sort of festival gigs or, or something like that and integrate our marketing services um video um, video um all that just how it kind of all links into one um yeah definitely would love to do some sort of event you know in the next upcoming years whether it be yeah back home or or down here yeah awesome cool nah good good answer there so we've got other questions as well that we've just listed um just you know questions that we're often asked and also just questions that we're often just hearing in this environment um that we're currently living in so um we've just we've just put out a couple there so and, and more recently people have been asking like is it important to have my business online online now in a post covid environment more than ever yeah definitely definitely like <laughs> i think i think just we're in 2020 now we're only getting more advanced with technology and everything I think if your business isn't online in some form, whether it's just registered on Google or you have a Facebook page or you have an Instagram page, I think if going forward, you're really going to struggle like just to even get people coming through the door. Like Long gone are the days where you just set up a brick and mortar business and you go, oh, right, we're in a pretty good location. We're going to get X amount of people coming in and um, our business is going to thrive that way. Um even with the channels on yeah like we touched on the other podcast on radio and tv all that's phasing out as well so i think if your business isn't online if you don't have a website or um yeah you're not even on facebook i mean everyone's on facebook these days so you're just missing out and i think it's yeah really going to be hard now especially with the covid situation people now more than ever are going to get used to um ordering from their home and it coming straight there they don't have to do any sort of going into a store mucking around don't have to talk to anyone like people have been online shopping forever but i think now with the whole covid situation people are starting to realize how they can how they can change the ways they've always done things and it's going to be more efficient for them so yeah and you you really want to think as your website as kind of like your brick and mortar store but online so and that's just one primary area but you do need to be on all the other channels as well. So it is important to have another area of communication that you can connect with customers that might not know where you are on that platform. Like it's not just good to have a Facebook page because people want to actually see like in a little bit more depth what your services are about you, who's behind the brand, who's behind the service. Yeah, like, like it's got to, it's got to complement the yeah. original or whatever you have. If you have the brick and mortar, you, your online presence has to complement that and vice versa. Like you can't just go all in on one. I mean, there's probably tons of just online stores or whatever now, but I think, yeah, if you've got that traditional style business, you got to have them both complement and yeah, they got to be consistent. Yeah. And you just got to think, where do people go to when they're first either looking for, if they know your brand or if they're looking for a service that your brand offers or company offers, 
the first place they go to is Google. So you really have to be on Google. You have to have a website because people are searching and you don't have a website. Well, they're going to go to someone else. They're not going to find you. But if you are on there, you are online, like they are going to find you and there's a potential that you're going to get their business because they're going to engage with your products or services. So, you know, just that, that's really important, like being established online just for Google. Having a website is definitely like the minimum fundamental. And then obviously now that Facebook and Instagram get bigger and even the other social platforms like that are coming in now that are really just taking over all these other platforms like TikTok. You got to get creative with your marketing and how you promote your services. Like I've even just seen on TikTok more recently, like construction workers, like line markers or concrete is like, they're just like average Joe's. They're probably just a one man band, but like they're just making TikToks. Like they're a little bit funny, but like they're on TikTok doing like, how like satisfying it is. And they get millions of views yeah, as well. Yeah, when they're like pouring concrete, doing a slab and just like smoothing up that final bit of concrete, like, and just people love it. And like, it's kind of like elevating their brand because then people are going, oh, like, and then they're just in the back of mind if they are like looking for that type of service or product. So, you know, you just got to get a little bit creative with it because there is so much noise, but you definitely got to be on these multitude of platforms because if you're not, you're really just going to get left out and left behind. And I know even for you, Tyler, like a lot of things that we do or we go buy something, you're pretty good for, oh, I'm going to go check the reviews on it first or, yeah. or check this or, you know, you're always a bit skeptical if they're not online or they don't have any sort of presence. It's hard. It's to, always, yeah, it's, you it's hard. You wouldn't know or it's hard. You to go, even, oh, hard yeah. to find it. Yeah, cool. All right, no, that was a good one. So the next question is just a... Not a little like kind of light one, but what's it like um, being in business with a family member? What's your take on it, Brando? Yeah, no, it's it's definitely definitely has its perks. Like you know, we get along so well. We've we've grown up together, and um, yeah, it's it's good. It's good. Um, but yeah, there's also uh, I think once we get down the future, and if this business goes well, um, and, and we're we're both at the head of that, you know, when we want to expand or whatnot, it's gonna um say for example we want to go on holidays or something yeah. i guess that's just the beauty of owning your own business you're going to go oh you're going to have to stay this christmas or something like yeah. that but no nah, it's 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 awesome eh? like we, we get along so well and it just there's that trust there like i myself or talk could go oh i need this done now or, or or can you go do this can you talk to this person and you're not in the back of your head going oh they're going to say the right things or they're going to say the wrong things you just there's that trust yeah, there that you may trust. not have yeah. with just a, maybe another business partner that you've known for a few years or, or or whatever but yeah 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 i'd say that like the mutual trust is a big thing definitely but you know even with um, people you do go into business with that are friends and that that can be a little bit dangerous sometimes like your family's always going to be your family like regardless if the business didn't work out like there might be some little woes after it and you might like butt heads a bit about the business why it didn't go well what happened why you didn't do this but if you are in business with a close friend or whatever, like, and it does, you know, fall over or doesn't go how you plan, like, might like sever the relationship. And, mm. you know, that can be a little bit dangerous sometimes, but, you know, often sometimes it does work out. It can be great for a relationship, bringing people closer together. But, yeah, obviously being in business with a family member, that there's just that trust and there always have, has been. So, you know, it's kind of beneficial in growing our business that we know, like, we're both on the same level and, we know we both know what direction we're taking the company and where we want it to go. So yeah, we, we both same. know what we like and where we want to take the business. As yeah, I, I doubt there's ever going to be too many big hiccups of us yeah. going. Oh no, I strongly think we should do this, and then the other person doesn't want to do that. So yeah, yeah it's just that it flows nicely, and we both like the same. Obviously, being twins, we both like the same things. We both 
um, yeah, we, we both see things going in the same direction, which yeah, makes it a bit of a yeah. breeze. It's just Brandon likes everything brand new. Doesn't want to buy, <laughs> doesn't want to buy anything second hand. Nothing wants nothing to do. It has to be brand spanking and the best quality. But well, I'll, if you, I'll, I'll live with it. I'll bro, with if that. you buy something that's second hand, it could look mad online and then it gets and it's dodgy after two months. So yeah. spend that little bit extra brand new. And then if you don't like it, you sell it second hand to someone else. Sure. Eh? You have a point there. <laughs> um, so we got another one here. Um, how do you determine price for clients? So that's just a, a question we often see in some business groups and that that people are asking that are in the marketing space. Um, you know, agencies that are getting started or freelancers. Like, um, it's just often a question they're asked and t- kind of communicating about um, and just talking amongst each other, like how they determine their prices for the service or whatever. So we we're just talking about it just before air, uh, before the podcast, Brandon. So just say what you were yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. So. Tom and I listened to a fair few podcasts and um, yeah, we'll listen to the one the other day, but just we've had this mindset for a while. Like if you're just starting out, the best way definitely is to just offer your service for free or or next to nothing. So there's no risk for, you know, the other, the end user or, or the client. Um, then you can kind of from there say the model you got's going to work and, and that's all great. Um, from there, yeah, you can then go, oh, righto, I think um, my hourly rate should be worth this much or I need this much an hour to for, for my business just to survive or just to float. And then you kind of, I think that's a good starting point if you're just completely lost, don't know where to start. Um, but yeah, a big one is research your competitors. That's massive. Yeah. See what they're doing. Um, and if you're doing the same thing or you're doing something better, just mirror may, it. Maybe, yeah, yeah, mirror it or undercut yeah. it if you just, if you want to, you know, that client wants to save a little bit money or you just, you got to know your client as well. If yeah. you don't want to undercut too much that the client goes, Oh, all right. They're probably not, you know, they're not as good as the competitor cause they're not charging as much, but you don't want to charge too much where they go, Oh, the competitor's cheaper. I'm going to go there. Yeah. Well, that's kind of where we come in the market and we see now a little bit of point of difference, you know, when we mapped out a business before we kind of launched it is that, you know, we have seen a lot of people just being burnt by marketing companies that just, now that now that there's a lot of marketing companies now, like people know that people that used to charge thousands and thousands for stuff that doesn't cost that, that they were just ripping people off from the beginning, trying to make the most money and just like rip everyone off. So you're not gonna have a long business jeopardy if you do that. So that's kind of where we've seen like where we come in the market, like we like mirrored our competitors, see what type of services we offered that were a little bit different to them and kind of come in just a little bit cheaper because like we did still have pretty good experience and background, but we like we're not the most experienced. We're not the best at what we do, but like we think we're just as good as you. So we just come in a little bit cheaper price, you know, undercut them. So that's our little like advantage in the market for beginning. And I mean, that's you know that's where we kind of picked up a few clients at the start was was based on price, but also trust and relationships. Like from from the get go, from the first meeting, like you know if someone you want to work with someone based purely off the conversations you have and, and the relationship. So. Yeah, that's that's kind of where we we sat at for that. So, all right. Well, yeah, I think that's about it. Unless you got anything else to add? No, nah, that that was probably it to add today. Just you know, sh- short little podcast. So we'll just wrap it up. Few questions there. So a few little takeaways there for people that are uh, interested in any of that stuff. So um, I'll just wrap it up. We just got another um, lidar question. Obviously, we're both sport mad and love American sports and Australian sports. So, Brando, who's your uh, NFL prediction for this season that's just started? Um, I reckon 
I reckon the Chiefs again, eh? Like they're, they're yeah. playing pretty good. Are they three and zero now? Or yeah, three and zero. Three and zero. They're looking pretty classy. Um, yeah, to go back to back, back to back, Mahomes. Mahomes. Yeah. yeah, he's looking he's pretty red hot straight off the season again. I'll have to back my old faithful. Your boys my team, in? Seattle Seahawks. They're also three and zero to start the season. They've finally ramped their defense up again after a few years. Few years. All the Legion of Boone members have retired or gone to other teams. So. I reckon we're a good shot at making Super Bowl at least, so it'd be good to get there. Hopefully, maybe versus the Chiefs. So it'll um, be a good year, I think. Like yeah. it's a, I think this year is a bit more of an even playing field than previous years. Yeah, a bit competitive. Like start, sides a couple of years ago, there was a few stacked sides, and some teams went a whole season without winning a game. So that always sucks. So, but yeah, my prediction, I'd I'd say Chiefs hard to beat. They'll probably go back to back. Good chance, but my team, I can't go off from seattle so value I'll, bet jump on an early yeah, value that, bet well, i looked at the odds before but odds, <laughs> i'm still gonna back seahawks and hope they at least make it to the super bowl so that's my pick if anyone knows tyler he's a betting man so what do you reckon back him <laughs> yep jump on me back back him <laughs> all right guys we might actually do a few more um style podcasts like this just keep it pretty cruisy um we'll put up a few more things of q a's if anyone wants to know some more information about our business or um yeah has suggestions for upcoming topics or if you want us to see um yeah see us get some certain guests on but uh yeah for the next few ones we're going to we're looking at getting some uh friends and business owners from uh around rockhampton so um yeah keep keep your eyes peeled for that and uh yeah they'll be coming up in the next few podcasts cool thanks guys cheers for listening talk to you on the next one see ya